GoonQuest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. GoonQuest. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 10, part 4 of Goon Quest. I'm saying that because, man, I thought this would be a lot quicker, but... Especially because nope. there's only two of us. Especially because there's two of you. It gives you more time to go down yeah, rabbit holes, a, I guess. We have a lot of things to do. Yeah, really? You really had one thing like to we do? Got it. We got it. No, we had one important thing. One important group thing to do. And now we've got all the... If Quan had to resolve his entire... <laughs> His entire problems. Where we left off, Ithquant was on his way to the Citadel to see if he can meet up with uh, Ragnar Stonehammer, Smith, and person behind all of the armor for the Edge Blades, a lot of the armory for the, or a lot of the armor designed for the Immortals. And some of the pieces that his family has made long ago seem to be related back to the stone or of Ithquan's armor and uh, potentially the weapon or relate back to the stone hammer name. So a longstanding history between this armor slash weapon maker to a lot of people in as well as Veralden had just done his best attempt to get into the magic exclusive portion of the city and succeeded in doing so, but then learned that like people want money for information and yeah. he didn't like that people weren't just doing stuff out of the goodness of their heart i know it's a I real he change also pace. learned that magic costs money he did not learn that at all he okay. thinks it should still be free i mean you just magic the magic people though. you know you take that up with the magic god <laughs> it's literal like you wave your hands and shit comes out and this is all just stemming from the fact he doesn't have his own magic <laughs> i blame joey why because Joey could do more to emphasize that, you know, the, the resources he uses when he makes and casts spells. What do you mean? He just goes, wow. He goes, and says fire, fire blast. blast. Fire blast yeah, is see? a free spell. <laughs> so we will both follow just, hopefully this will be oh. just the ending of everything going on here as we follow um, Ithquant to the Citadel, as well as Veralden just after he got kicked out of the city. And whatever we resolve here, Will hopefully be where <laughs> before they pick off from later on. And so this process will take just a couple days. Mm -hmm. So just know that time is passing during this because you go to the Citadel this first day and they basically tell you, no, they're too busy uh, or Stonehammer's too busy. You can't go see him this day. Mm -hmm. And this process would repeat a couple times. On days where I'm unable to see Stonehammer, I definitely want to go to the library. Okay, so the Chamber of Sortilege is kind of the massive library complex within the Kingdom of Orn, and if you would like to go there on a day, it has a 10 gold admission fee. Yeah. Um, I'm so, okay, so it's like when I enter, they're like, hey, give us a 10 gold, or do I go to the front desk? And I'm like... It's hey, kind of like, think of it more like a actual, you're going to an art museum and you're at the front. Like you could see some books and stuff okay, out okay, there. But I can I can talk with a person. 
You could talk with like a front desk person. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. You head onto the place where the Chamber of Swordledge is. It is a long-standing bridge that goes off the coast of Orn, and there is a large octangular tower that heads out of the ground with two, with basically buttresses going off the side of it. It basically spirals up into the sky, and this building is not, you can't miss it from when you're in Orn unless you're like standing in front of a wall. It is counteract, counterintuitive to most of the town as it is, not, or the city as it's not made with like this white polished stone like most of the walls are and a lot of the buildings are. It is made with like this old black stone brick and they've been, the sides have been decorated with like bannermen, some of them tattered because it's just awkward to go out and replace them and because it's a coastal town there's a lot of rain, bad waves when all that uh, when there's inclement weather. However, you cross this bridge and get to the other side. There's guards throughout this whole thing, and they all seem to be like arcanes, arcane-focused guards. But you know not everyone's that out of depth with it yet, but you know, enough uh, firebolts and uh, it starts to hurt. You cross to the other side and um, come up to like their front doors where they've got like this some tempered glass on either side that you can see between just inside to the lower floors. It's very dark in there seems to be like a lot of candle lit focus there's a couple floating lights as well uh but at the front there's a person that kind of uh just sitting at a desk looks up they've got one of the little speak through things like they have at like the zoo and they, they just speak they're like all right just one today hello uh I, I i've never been to one of these uh lore keeping places before and i wanted to have an idea of like how this all works um like, is there a way to find information efficiently and quickly? I'm looking for some pretty obscure stuff. Well, the chamber itself is led by uh, four different keepers, but the entirety of the complex is not entirely rediscovered. Putting okay, it correctly, a okay. lot of the funding you are doing is going towards unveiling some of these secrets, so it's it's a very early on initiative. We hope to be able to vastly expand and give everyone the knowledge they need, but there there is definitely definitely things you could find here and some of the keepers could assist you with, but we cannot guarantee any specific information you are looking for. However, it is a reservoir of knowledge in, within this building, untapped, even from the writings back, back as far as before Mindus. All right, all right. Well, then, um, sure, sure. And I'll, I'll hand over the, uh, the 10 gold. Okay. You uh, pass over the 10 gold as she takes it. It looks like she puts it into this box and then uh, pulls a little lever in the door just you hear a click and then it just you can open it up could i have directions for uh like where stuff relating to mindus's time period and um maybe like folklore legends or the group of mindus even um yeah those kind of books. we have actual based on the time you'll be able to see based on the time period everything post dereliction will be sectioned and written within the past year you'll see there's a new section growing but if you go actual during the dereliction we have a section and then we have pre-dereliction mm -hmm, a section mm -hmm. And you'll be it'll be explicitly broken down by that. Uh, it, we hope to get more specific with it at some point, but we need time. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. When you have only four other four individuals that head this place, then of course it'll take a little bit. Got it. Yes, but if you could just point me in the direction. Yeah, uh, they hand you a little map that ah, just, wonderful. You're able to follow through and uh, follow through the area and uh, find roughly the section you were looking for. It's it is like a general public library aspect of you don't exactly know where <laughs> like once you find that section it'll be like labeled but then you're like there's four other bookshelves in within the area and you're like oh man I can't even tell at this point but uh 
what are you kind of looking for in the, in the <clears throat> chamber? Um, I think the first thing I'm going to want to research is uh, Torin himself. Let's see if there's any books on him. Uh, so I'll be looking for like the name of like any names like Darastrix Torin, uh, Dragonborn, Legend Hero, um, Ithquant Clan, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me in an investigation check. Dice, please, <laughs> today, work with me. I'll take it. It's a 12. <laughs> you find a section where it mentions the group of Mindus. And it's a lot of, it seems to be a collection of a lot of like children's stories, poems, and even uh, like small excerpts of songs. And there's actually like a rough history, like a learning guide to the group, the companions of Mindus. Mm hmm. And there seems to be that section. So a couple different books and stuff. What would you like to look at from um, this? The Companions of Mindus sounds like a, a good point to start at. Of course. And you're seeing as you're walking through here, there's other people that are in here. It generally seems to be a large amount of, I mean, it's wealthy people that are walking mm -hmm. around here. It's This place seems to be treated a lot more like a historic area. So people aren't even reading the books and appreciating it's them. They're like, really oh, just like, wow. yeah, look, oh, he's reading. <laughs> fucking doing some research in a goddamn library like you're supposed to. <laughs> One of the people's like, is he? does he come with the books? <laughs> does what he do come? Do? Depends on what you pay. A couple, um, you finally see one of the uh, spine weavers before you dive into this book. Okay. You see one of the spine weavers, and you can kind of tell they're spine weavers based on the amount of regalia on them, and spine weaver being like the title of one of like the librarians, basically. Uh, it is a golden dragonborn. You might know the family name. You can For roll a scale? check. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. I'll see if I, I recognize the... Uh, is she one of the Big Ten clans? Well, I mean, um, that's going to be an eight history. Yes. An 18. Okay. Yeah, you probably know a little more, too. Yeah. Uh, this person is definitely from the Falson clan, which is the Golden Dragonborn clan. And you probably remember her name because there's a big controversy about it your father kind of went in on this her name's androna you would have remembered it because there was a big big controversy when she left her clan because the falsons vary into like a religious servitude uh -huh. and you know she left to join or to actually go to orn to get rich and you said her father was the the leader uh of her clan no her mother oh. was the leader of the okay clan. So, well Yes. Her parent, yeah, one of her parents. She is idly working at the current point. Okay. But you dive into the book, uh, this book of Companions of Mendes, and start looking through the pages. Not all of it is 100% perfectly written in common. You have to jump around a couple spots where it like delves from el into Elvish or delves into Dorvish. It looks like it's got a couple different authors throughout this. It's a compilation of works. But you're looking for something on Darastrix Torin, I imagine. Or Ithquant Torin. Or Ithquant Torin. And as you go through here, you find something on pretty much all of the com companions that you can actually recall, or even like the names that you can recall of like Veska, Felithrin, Raynar, um, kind of the like those big three ones, or the, the three notable ones. Veska's the cleric. Veska's a cleric, Felithrin was a warrior, and Raynar was a rogue. Um, and Darastrix Torin, um, you do not, not find him. Oh, not wonderful. <laughs> <clears throat> you, as you're going through the pages, you find like a section for Veska, a section for, uh, 
Felithrin, and then a section for Rain, uh, Raynar. And then you, it, it seems like there should be another section as you're opening through, but then as you get to these pages, all of the words just don't comprehend in your mind properly. Oh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> you're looking at the words and the script itself, you just can't make sense of everything in, in it. All right, I'm going over to this false and dragonborn. Excuse me, false and. She abacked a little bit by seeing a pure scale. She looks at you. Oh, are you? Hello there. One um, of the uh, attenders. To absolutely. This Wonderful. Uh, I'm trying to read through this book here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot read this, and I don't know why. She looks closely at it. Oh, yep. You've got a bit of an illusory script problem. Do you know how to deal with that? We can deal with it. It would be the commission of a dispel magic spell. Which cost? The service fee, unfortunately, is a bit of a steep price, 150 I see. <clears throat> but if you know someone that can cast the spell, then you could probably get them to do it for a lot cheaper. It's um, All of the money and proceeds that we use going to this spell do go to the rehabilitation of this library, so we could do this to all the books. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just I'm looking at the character. She's like, you know, I just need one more level. Probably get Joey to do it. <laughs> Hopefully. But you could buy the book if you would like. How much would the book cost? Uh, I will check if we can procure a copy for you and have it made it, the... in all likeness. Okay, so the copy would include the illusionary. Oh, yes, it would be built in, yes. Could I opt for it to not be built in? Well, then you're going to have to pay that fee, of course. So to understand, you're going to have me pay for you to make a book and then cast a book on a spell on the book. No, the the spell in which we use just creates oh, a just really copy okay. Of it. I see. That's unfortunate. Well, how much would the copy cost? Only about fifty gold. Magic is strange. It is pricey in some regards, yes, but that is the price you pay for understanding. Yep, for knowledge. <clears throat> well, I'm going to. Uh, I'll set this off to the side, and, and maybe I'll, I'll touch back on it. You want to happen to know where I? Could... I understand. A dragon and its gold's not so easily parted. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you... is not the book just the same value, but in also knowledge? Well, maybe, but I don't need the entire book. That said, you wouldn't happen to know if there are of in, the location of any books regarding uh, Adarit Strix Torin or an Ithquant Torin. One that founded Ithquant? Yes. Okay. Hmm. So you've heard of him. It's the Ithquant. They're red. She looks at you for a second. Aye. An Ithquant? Yeah. Uh, I go by Thrikura theory. Why? Well, uh, you can surmise. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. There's been an issue. That's what I'm trying to research, actually. Uh, I think my entire... I have someone who's informed me uh, with pretty good evidence that uh, our entire clan's uh, history has been altered in some way. And so I'm trying to uncover the truth as I'm doing a very poor voice. Uh, So so I'm trying to uncover the truth. Uh, Come with me. Maybe I should show you something. Sure. And she walks she walks you through basically a back door and through a small corridor into another smaller room and uh she kind of moves aside and you see she lights a little flame in her hands and then she just blows a breath into it and it spreads into these small little floating candelabras i'm not floating they're hanging hanging from the ceiling and it lights up the room but you can see uh on one side like in kind of one area there's a large collection of texts and maps with like areas crossed off Looks like war, old war maps and stuff like that. 
And on the other side, it's kind of just like a dinky collection of not much stuff. And she's like, so this is the text I have procured on the Doomwing in what they have done. Now, this is the text of I have procured on the Doomwing being good. <laughs> I'll take it the smaller pile is the Doomwing being good. It, absolutely, yes. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I just, I didn't want to, I, I as a Ithquant or former Ithquant, I know that you have very strong ties to the Doomwing. Yes, yes, it's uh, interesting. Maybe. Maybe I don't. I don't know. If you know anything about my family history, is that we've never supported the Doomwing's endeavors. I mean, I feel like most of the metallic clans don't. By the way, it's a Thrickyru Theory Letney, and he, he puts out his hand. Um, Androna. You know, sharing. Androna. She does not say her family name attached to it, though. Interesting. She doesn't even use a clan name. I just thought maybe I should bring this up as... Anytime a pure scale has, well, my last experiences with some of your family were very much wanting or in support of the Doomwing. So, and I know it, uh, it might be enlightening to know that there are a lot of people that do not feel the same way about the Doomwing. Oh, I mean, we've always known that. It's just, uh, we thought they were lying or maybe misinformed. Uh, maybe we're misinformed. And, um... <clears throat> How long had you guys followed the Doomwing? Since our inception. From Torin. Yes. Supposedly he is. Mm. So, <clears throat> since you're not aware of the legend, uh, a brief summary. Uh, Torin uh, was made an oath with the Doomwing. He, the Doomwing contacted him. Uh, and he made an oath with the Doomwing to conquer all evil, uh, free the world of demons, purify it, mm-hmm. uh, prepare for the Doomwing's return so there can be prosperity, a utopia. Uh, he granted uh, the clan Ithquant uh, the supernatural powers of the Oath of the Conquest Paladin, which is what I am, um, uh, it pr- provided this blade in, in a uh, physical manifestation of this contract. Um, but after doing some research, uh, I've learned that this blade has nothing to do with the Doomwing, and that uh, supposedly Torin even fought the Doomwing and hated him, or something like that. I'm getting a lot of mixed signals. This is very controversial, from what I've heard, actually. Exactly. Well, let me enlighten you a little bit on some of what of our texts say about Darastrix Torin. Now, I know you were looking over there what looked about companions of Mindus. Yeah, I think I, a good starting point. From what I've read, he was never a companion of Mindus. Oh, dear God. <laughs> At least not of anything I've found. All I could find is about, is right here in this collection, as she gestures to the, the bad part of the war uh, with, against the Doomwing, where he was apparently a radical ruler for the Doomwing, <laughs> so i don't know where the dissonance between your tradition oral tradition and what you're being told in these books have to do with it but i mean i can show you some of them at least that maybe you can get a little bit sure lean a little bit she starts pulling some books off and sitting them down for you in front of you and it just talks about like uh you get a lot of different things of like oh he used to burn down orphanages because the babies were too weak Okay, yeah, that seems reasonable. (laughs) It's like, no, that is not reasonable. Well, only the strong can survive. In your clan. Yeah. But they, those, those innocents were not... I'm just saying, if they were strong enough. Look, this is besides the point. Uh, Well, uh, I'll I'll look through some more of the books, uh, and then I'll hand her this book. I was like, well, this has information on uh, Dara Strix Torin, so if you want to enhance your collection... Is that your... No, no, this is from... 
Oh, okay, okay. You grabbed it from... Yeah, I've been carrying it with me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. She's like, thank you for my book. <laughs> um, well, you start peering through all of them, and you you definitely get the sense out of it. While some of the stuff you're you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense because it's what you've been taught your whole life. Like, oh, yeah, you have to be strong. You can't... Essentially, your clan's foundation points of, like, surviving off in the wilderness and being strong or just not living. Very, like spartan style living almost of like only the strong survive it is very counterintuitive to how it is written here it talks about like your clan's involvement with the doom wing and how how ruthless you are is what stemmed to some of the found uh, how ruthless tor uh Darestrix torn was is kind of the foundations for some of the doom wing cult it, it doesn't necessarily at, at no point in any of the books though does it say like he was praised for this stuff it seems a lot of people are very angry at that and it looks to really i guess the best way to put it is he he looks to really get defamed in your eyes like it doesn't look like he's the only reason he's remembered in these books and texts is not in a good light yeah but that that makes sense i don't, I don't really feel like uh any of those things that there would necessarily uh dishearten him in the eyes of thirkier theory uh, no, of course not. No, you yeah. probably 100% still. I was like, yeah, the, these all line up with what I've been told. Like, this is minus the, you know, um, the part where people think the Doomwing's evil. Well, I mean, kind of, you know. But we know the Doomwing is evil. Supposedly. I mean, I don't, look, it's complicated. I get, again, a lot of mixed signals. Yeah, I, I guess the text might be deceptive to what you've learned. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go right through the good side of the Doomwing now. <laughs> it looks to be like actual like there's like three books there and they all seem to be written but like one of them's written by your dad <laughs> <laughs> i need to bring this to the to the clan this is sacrilegious and it's written in all caps in a hopes to explain to the peons out there that don't understand us j jonah jameson vibes bring me the spider-man <laughs> uh, no I'll, I'll i will actually uh i'll be like hmm I'll, I'll take note of this because you're not supposed we're not supposed to record our tradition or, or uh, writtenly, right? It's entirely oral. Yeah. So I can't believe he would do such a thing. Yeah, and it doesn't look like that's the only one. It looks like your uh, your father's father and his father had all written one. I won't. I won't be like them. I'll be better. I'll be better. I won't write anymore. <laughs> Never. Again. No, no, no. <laughs> we can still write. It's fine to write. It's just don't record your tradition. Out of curiosity, what if someone else writes it down? That's fine. Like ghost writes it. Uh, yeah, ghost writing. That's well, n no, because that it can't come from you, right? Like, okay. uh, if so, if you tell someone the story and then they go and they write it down of their own volition, that's fine. But if you ask someone to write down the story for no, you, no, no, that's fine. Nah, okay. Not fine. Not fine. Not you fine. Uh, like, what, if, what if they just had really good ghost writers? They could have. Oh, that means they still wrote it though. Ghost writers write for you. The uh, even better point of it. There is some people that did do this. Of like not the ghost ride, they just wrote your clan's tradition, but it's entirely wrong. That's fucking hilarious. But it's all like the savages in the mountains. <sighs> they weren't that bad. They stick to themselves mostly. This is true. But it doesn't refer to you guys by name or anything at all, just by like, oh yeah, those savage dragonborn. You you go through a lot of this information and, and the one gleaning you take about all of it is that Darestrix Torin, in the eyes of everyone but your clan. I'm sorry, in, in, in the texts of everyone but the word of mouth spreading of your clan, which is, is pretty reclusive already, mm -hmm. is not gleamed in a positive light at all. It mm -hmm. looks like a lot of people do not like nor 
of the people educated seem to do not like him of the people that of the other people they probably do not remember him <laughs> and that is that is what you recount at this point okay okay well um i'll leave that book with you feel free to uh get in contact me if you ever decipher its meanings yeah i'll be i'll put it on the it. i'll put it on the list it's it'll be one of the ones that we can hopefully get to sooner rather than later just for a fellow pure scale yes i appreciate it good luck with your uh, venture oh of course i think i'll retire for the night after so much reading and uh, you hear a person walking behind you it's another spine weaver is like oh androna oh and you've got a friend here and you see uh she looks over and she's like, oh, Spineweaver Greyburn, just com please come in. Uh, this is, uh, it was Thukura Theory? Uh, yes. Thukura Theory, let me. Oh, hello, uh, I'm Greyburn. Uh, and you look at him, he is a, he is a blue, green, red, and white, and copper dragonborn. He's fucking, like, got spots or some shit. <laughs> Uh, there's like striped spots, a I'm lot, just, bunch of different stuff. Look, you don't get a color when you're an ignom. You're just labeled ignom. <laughs> uh, he, he comes in. He's like, "Oh, well, a pleasure to meet you." And he reaches his hand out. A pleasure. I have. I've just got this big bag, you know. Oh, I yes. I wouldn't want you to put that down. Yes. What brings you today? Am I impeding? Uh, I think he was just leaving. Right yeah, now. it's quite late, so. Uh, oh, of course. Need to Let me back. see you out. I'll, I'll lead the way. Thank you. It's a big library. Don't want to get lost. Uh, Andrena's like, I guess it's been a while since I'd known the Ithquants, but I guess they've maybe no, come No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look at her real quick with a, with a, like, stop. Stop whatever it is you think you're about to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, have a great- With the knowing pure skill look of no. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she does not resonate these feelings. Oh, no, no, but... that makes sense. Or she doesn't even, she doesn't even introduce herself with her, with her family name. Yeah. Like she is a fucking black sheep of dragonborn as an entire thing. Like even <laughs> even the Ignom introduce themselves with their family name. Yeah. Well, as you can see, also Greyburn did not either. Yeah, but he introduced himself with a title. So like, yeah. Oh, that counts. It, it might as well. It's okay. still wrong, but <laughs> he's just exceptionally friendly from my perspective. Oh, okay. He's like, all right, come on, let's let's lead you out of here and just the door over there and. You're not buying anything today, no? Uh, no. All right, okay. so here's your two gold refund then. If I come another five days, I get a day free. And I'll I'll punch her. I'll punch her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll punch her little card. Here you go. Four well, more days, free day, basically. Yeah. And it's four more days, and you get half off a book. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm realizing that's still like awful as a deal, but it's nice. Hey, twenty-five gold for a book? Not that bad. In fact, I think that's actually the normal price for a blank book. Yeah, so. twenty-five book, twenty-five gold for a book is a normal price. Yeah, for a blank book though, this one's filled. Yeah, this one's filled, which is means it's worth more. Exactly. <laughs> they know that. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to get a new book. <laughs> which you'll spend fifty gold every or forty gold total in visits to get a book half off. Yeah, but I get to spend those visits reading. It's a good deal. Yes. Okay, you head out and turn in for the night. Yeah, Brelin, where are we sleeping? Fuck if I know. I thought we never figured that out. We didn't. <laughs> it's just we never why. really. Uh, it was, that all <laughs> that kind of went down in one day. It did all of it initially. Do we, it. we took a short sleep in the hideout of Regina. Yeah, we, you guys could stay with Regina. Like, we could go back there. 
That I guess that was the assumption at the time. It's been a minute. Just head back. <laughs> yeah, you head back to the... to the one place I took a sleep in this town. You head back to the one place you took a sleep, and you're like, all right, this is a sleepy place now. It's a sleepy place now. Oh, uh, sure, Veralden's waiting for me. Veralden, while you're not waiting for him, what are you getting up to today? <laughs> um, shit, I should probably go check on Zelia. You could go check on Zelia, yeah, or at least attempt to. <laughs> yeah, you head to the ivory district and you pay are you going to pay your fee to get inside how much is it again i believe it was only four copper pieces if i remember correctly oh, okay i can live with that i if i remembered wrong then it's a discount day i i can live with copper pieces i happen to have some of those you head into the ivory district and it's probably similar time of day that uh, uh letney is out and you head over to the citadel and just walk up to the front gate like you did before. It worked the first All time. All the guards are standing there and like, do do we just... It's it's So it's the edge blades as well. Yeah. Uh, one of the guy walks up to you. He's like, do, do people just tell you that you can walk up here? What are the guards at the front doing? I don't know. They the, just... This is what I did last time. He just walks around like he just belongs. Why? Okay. Normally, people do not walk up to the front door of the Citadel. That seems pretty counterintuitive, like it's a front door. You know what? Well, that makes sense. There are some standards that are put in place. Now, this would be different, I guess, if you were heading to the Sovereign's front door. Maybe with the Council, it's a little less direct. Fair. All right, what, what, what can we do for you? Uh, I gotta visit a prisoner. And you are? Uh, Veralden. I, I put him in here. Oh, and one of the one of the guys back he's like, "Hey, I'm the one that was here for." Okay, you want to visit her already? I thought we were under the impression she was going through torture. No, no, she's not doing that. Not. Okay. Oh, that was the order that lasagna put in. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we cannot abide by that because there is a prisoner uh, transport request put in. You will have to go to the Immortal Citadel for that. Uh, she was shipped there earlier today. Okay. Cool. All right, have a good day. Yeah, thanks, you too. That was actually really informative. That's what we do. We are a guard. Yeah. We do that. Are you going to turn around and go to the Immortal Citadel or no? I have to make some prep work for that. Okay. So you, we'll say you, we'll say you head back to make prep work. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you unleash I'd, whatever your prep idea is. I'd like to do one other thing. This is the same day that you got kicked out for the record. I thought this was the next day. It was a couple days later because you were, oh, okay. yeah, it was one of like, let's say it's like the next two days, within the next uh -huh. two days. Sure. Day two was just a bunch of you guys exploring as what was in town. Oh, well, I guess I could have done this while we were exploring. Um, there's a theater here, right? There is There is a theater. Are, how much is like a ticket to a show? Probably about... Depends on the theater you go to, because there's more than one. Yeah, but I, I thought you said there was like a big one or something. Yes, there. we'll say there is a bigger theater in the Ivory District. How much for like a, a ticket? ticket? Yeah, About two gold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is all. I will head home <laughs> for for the day. Okay. You head back home. By home, I mean to the hideout of Regina Sharp. <laughs> yeah. You guys get to the door, and uh, it's obviously, you know, it's that push stone door where you have to push a fancy stone and it opens the door in a secret passageway manner. Um, you could see, you see some random dude chilling in front of the door. As you walk up, Letney, like where you need to push the stone. Uh, okay. 
I'm just, I'm gonna, I don't, I'm not quite grasping that this is supposed to be secret, so I'm just going <laughs> to... You walk up and I'm just going to assume everyone knows about this place, like they all know about Spider Alley, like... <laughs> you walk up and push the stone, and it begins to spin, and the dude just like, oh, ah, 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 What's happening? What's happening? Ah! <laughs> is he staring at you? You've never seen a door before. <laughs> it's just a road, like one of those library spinning doors. <laughs> yeah, just... So where, never am seen I? Door where am I? It's dark. It's dark in here. But there's light. It's, there's light right there. You see a frying pan just comes out of nowhere and hits the dude in the head, and he's knocked out. And you see, uh, you see hands come around the corner. And he's like, "Hey, this place is a secret." Oh, uh, okay then. I didn't, I didn't realize. All right, get rid of him. I'm gonna push the button again. <laughs> After I get off, spins around with an unconscious dude. It's, it's you have to click it a couple times as his leg gets caught. Oh, God. And just slowly nudges. Then, yeah, Veraldin, you come back. There's a body sitting in front of uh, the entrance. Sleeping peacefully. He's alive, right? <laughs> yeah, there's breath. Going to move them to the side. <laughs> like, it's okay. If he died, he died in his sleep. You move him to the side, and you see it hits into a little a little web, and then it, the web pulls him away. Fuck. No, I, I'm not. No. <laughs> it's too late. He's in Spider Alley now. You chase him down, and uh, yeah, you chase him down. Go ahead and roll a, uh, roll a attack roll. You can break the web. That's a nat 20. Oh, yeah. You fucking break the web and it just shoots back. Almost one lost to Spider Alley. <laughs> it's just a gambling play. You, uh, you then proceed to head inside. Um, uh, the, both of you, the both of you reconvene for the evening. Uh, Regina's there as well. Uh, as you guys get in, she's like, hey, have you seen, have you guys seen Boris today? I don't know, Boris. No. Smokestone? Oh. Yeah, I was like, no, I I haven't. Um, no. Okay. Um, hmm. He was supposed to... Never mind, don't worry about it. I'll do. Why are you guys here? Oh, sleep. It's really late. Do you guys just... Well, we've been sleeping here, so... It was... I wasn't here last night. You guys were here last night, too? Yeah, and then the night before that. Yeah. You know, but you were there that time. And you just go over to where he was sleeping and sleep. Okay, um, yeah, you guys can stay here. Sure, sure. Um, that's fine. Bralden, a word? Yeah, what's up? Over there? Okay, yeah. Um, she closes the door. Uh, she closes the door behind, and, uh, Letney, you're just left in this hall, uh, in the, in the front area. And then immediately she's like, just bringing in everyone? Well, if I'm being honest... It was his idea. I said we should get a tavern. Like, that way we're not imposing. Um, and then he just kind of walked over here anyways. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Did, does he know? Does he know how... This is supposed to be a hideout? I don't think the word hide is in his vocabulary. Okay. <sighs> sure. You guys, first room on the right. The one you've been sleeping in. Thank you. Uh, and put him in, I guess, Boris's room. He'll have to deal with the bed being a little smaller, but... That should be fine. He's using beds. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been using the floor. Yeah. Wait. We don't have beds in the clan. Are we not in the same room? No, she closed the door to separate you guys. Yeah. No, I meant staying because it said both of y'all in the room on the right where y'all have been. And then him <gasps> in Boris's room? Look, she wants Question sexy mark? time with you, Chris, or me. No, she she really just meant you could go on the room on the right and then him and I said okay. both. That was my okay. Bad. I was just like, 
Wait a second, are there three of us? <laughs> yeah, your other friend right here. Little one. Well, that little one. The citrus one. Yeah, you guys head and go sleepy for the evening. At one point in the night, Regina does stop by your room. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> are you just sitting in your bed? Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm in the middle of uh, doing my prep work for uh, visiting the Empire. <laughs> okay, what is your prep work so we know? I'm getting rid of the beard and I'm just going with the mustache. Oh, you're shaving. It's important, I promise. I guess, yeah, that, I guess that's I, I have logic. like half a beard right now. It, you know what really suits you? It's just this half. Dog. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you've got a good profile view going on. <laughs> Turn slightly. <laughs> yeah, see, that works. Anyways, hey, how's it going? I may have done something wrong. What specifically? Um, you know how we kind of established, or at least I told you there was going to be a uh, not a big deal with the whole like BDE sort of uh, anymore. Yeah. Well, um, Boris left today, I'm guessing, or at least he's not back. Okay. And I am now missing all of my BDE. There's some implications there. Yeah, definitely is some implications there. Um, I didn't send him anywhere, mm -hmm. but he was the one that was originally distributing it. Or as well. Uh-huh. Why Why are we distributing BDE again? He originally was. I was not doing it anymore. As we talked about, I just couldn't get rid of it. Because you can't, like, burn it. It explodes. You can't put it in water. It It basically also causes... It's bad. I still think we should have given it to the alligator. Yeah, then you could have a super alligator. <laughs> it's just going to be Lake Placid all over again. Sorry, that's an old reference. So, uh, yeah... What's what's the play with that then? Oh, I'm just letting you know. I don't really have a okay. plan for it. All right. I'll uh, I'll I'll look into that. I just figure you guys knew Boris's kid or whatever, and might want to deal with that. I mean, I'll kill him if he comes back now because he took that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, maybe like not kill. Maybe like imprison. Well, he murder's kind of wrong. I don't know. He's dealing drugs, Chris. Yeah. <laughs>, laughs at the implication of Joey <laughs> or Plato. Look, that's an out of character discussion. Joey <laughs> was perfectly justified in killing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, why don't why don't I let you finish up with what you're doing? Yeah. Um. See you tomorrow. Yeah. She closed the door. Um. You guys are able to get some rest. And wake up the next day. Um, you, uh, letting you get a call from or a message. Basically, a Caltican messenger just starts flying and screaming in the streets. He's like, "Letney, Letney, Letney." All right. Ugh, don't like that. And now I'm Borvik. <laughs> Very bad Borvik. But Borvik. Anyways, let's go outside. Let's <laughs> go back to Letney. <laughs> You uh, you head outside and messenger delivers you a message that uh, Stonehammer could see you. Wonderful. Let's go to Stonehammer. Yeah, you head off to Stonehammer. What? Are, so I know, Raldon, what are your plans? My plans for today yeah. are to go visit Zalia mm -hmm. um, under my, my disguise of Veraldin. <laughs> Twin brother of Veraldin. <laughs> Twin brother? Yeah. Bro, just say you're a different person. <laughs> I, I just okay. Um, <laughs> um, hear me out. 
Alternatively, Veraldin, twin brother of Boraldin. They must have misheard. I, again, I was going to workshop it once I got there. That was closer to the idea. I just Improv on the fly. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And then I was going to maybe look into Boris. And okay. then maybe get like a part-time job. <laughs> We're here for two I weeks. Guess, like, yeah, yeah it was like, I, I, need, I need gold. Okay. I need a minor amount of like, gold. As soon as I'm done researching, I'll do it too. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll jump from, we'll go to Letney first then. Letney, you go to the Citadel. I paid my four gold, or four copper. Yes, you did. You go to the Citadel, where you're going to meet with uh, Ragnar Stonehammer. Basically, the Caltican messenger handed you a, sleep, a slip of paper. You're able to deliver that to the guards, pay your four copper, and head inside, and are taken immediately downstairs, down a long flight of stairs. It spirals down until it comes to a opening in the middle of a room, where it is a large, circular room with jets off in many different ways where you can see actual like embers and smoking stone on the ground it looks to be there's a ventilation system that leads out many different ducts lead out of this area but it looks like it is built in the likeness of like a traditional dwarven forge <laughs> like our sponsor today what are they called again what um the Dwarf Forging Company that makes minis and stuff. Dwarven Forge. Oh, Dwarven Forge. Okay. <laughs> it's actually called Dwarven Forge. Yeah. So we so have. Was it like Dwarf Fortress? No, that's a video game. No, we game. use those. We have like layouts for our uh, miniatures that are used. We use the Dwarven Forge stuff, and it's pretty fun. Dwarven Forge sponsor us. All right, day. back on track. Back on track. <laughs> if they minutes. sponsor us, we yes. will do videos. Back on track. Fifteen minutes. A guard leads you off there and. You see there are, in this workshop, there's a bunch of different, like, you see gnomes, you see dwarves, um, and occasional actual, just like, humans. All of them seem to be working on different projects. A lot of it seems to be divided amongst who is more proficient at certain skills. It seems to be, like, leather for actual, like, sword handles or um, hilts is being fabricated by a couple different individuals and so on and so forth. You walk down and... Uh, a dwarf runs up to you immediately and is like, Hey, how can I help you? Hi, I'm here to meet with Ragnar Stonehammer. Uh, so you got some papers? Can I uh, take a look? Sure. Unfurls them. All right, yeah, here we go. Um, Just right over here. And takes you to a room, cracks the door. Stonehammer! You got someone? The Letney? Yes, Letney. After you. All right. He says you have something to show him? Yep. You got them? They got the giant bag. <laughs> It's a dark office with, with blue fire lights and sitting behind a table, it looks to be designing just like more armor, like on paper script mm-hmm. designing. Concept making. Yes, he's concept making armor. It looks like he's design, designing like a new level of immortal armor. It looks like it's got so many spikes. All I'm imagining is this, the, the coup's about to actually happen and there's about to be like, yes, I'm no longer the whatever the highest level of mortal is called he's the highest level of mortal is what's the what's the current highest i think the highest is actually just a general he's the general of the immortals but there's the different uh, no longer will i be the general of the immortals i am now the king of the immortals (laughs) and we've established like fucking uh fire lord ozai going from fire lord to phoenix emperor (laughs) yeah just the the pointless the pointless upgrade but it was so cool (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but look at his armor. It yeah. has more spikes. 
Yeah, it definitely looks like this armor's got a lot of fucking spikes on it, though. Okay, so you're okay. like, this is could be general armor. Ba- back on, back on. We're back here. Stonehammer. Yes. Stonehammer uh, looks up from his work. Hmm. Who are you? I, I'm Letney. Uh, I'm here about my... Uh, Just Letney, or... You can call me Letney. Hmm. Uh, assuming that you, you know, uh, that your family is, in fact, the people who made this armor. I think you deserve the right. Um, the armor of... What armor? The armor in the bag? I'll pull out my armor <laughs> in the bag. <clears throat> yes, this armor here. Oh. Maybe this sword, too. Not sure. That's what we're here about. It looks like you've got yourself some good armor here. Mm-hmm. This is... Oh. Looks like it's like, ooh, stone hammer official. Hmm. Oh. Not perfectly stone hammer. Mm. It's pretty old. Yes. You've got a Mendes piece. Like from the time period or like Mendes made? Both? Well, Mendes helped with it. Okay, okay. It makes it a little bit more confusing. I'm, my astute knowledge of history seems is more in weaponry, but with armor, it's, I guess, keen in a way. So, Mendes did a lot of enchantments. Mm-hmm. Very enchantment-focused, really. But from what I recall, he had a connection with the owner of this armor, Strix Torin, and he just knows by looking yeah. at the piece too. Like I'm, I'm letting him do his thing. <laughs> but fortunately, the knowledge of what these enchantments are specifically, I cannot say. I know that it is in a tune. Have you heard of a tune? Uh, yes, that's what you sing. No, no, no. Like the tune process. When like, you bind yourself with the with the armor. Ah, like with my sword. Do you have a sword with that capability? This is the other thing I wanted to speak of. It doesn't have your symbol, but I was curious if you could maybe determine who also made this. <laughs> like I just said, uh, more of a specialty on weaponry anyways, but yes, no, I know this sword at least. My ancestors talked a lot of this father, his father's father, and so on and so forth. Well, the sword is a relic of tribute. So, the sword itself was supposed to be a gift to the gods. Most of the stone hammer equipment that we made, or some of it, was designed to be gifted out. Okay, and this was supposed to be gifted to the gods? Yes. Like, like you, you made something and then you were going to give it to a god. Yes, in, in design, and in practice and design of what it looks like, it's what it was. But it's not exactly what happened to it. Okay, okay. That definitely didn't happen. No, of course, no. It doesn't necessarily mean it holds, well, maybe doesn't it hold features. Hmm. I presume you've awakened it? Uh, I think so. <clears throat> uh, a, uh, an acquaintance of mine, that's what started this whole thing. Uh, he said he did, uh, but if you want to double check... If you can double check, then I wouldn't mind. Unfortunately, I'm not gifted well in the arts of magic, so I can make the hell out of armor, but I generally need some form of wizard to do a lot of enchantment or even discerning it. I do know of this this piece specifically, though. Do you have a like a personal or like a hired wizard that you keep to work on your? We are just designed down here. We okay, are making. Got it. So you can, like send it somewhere else. A lot of enchantments haven't started coming about yet. Any pieces that have enchantments imbibed on them are very menial objects, such as lights, light fixtures, and such. Got it. But, got it. Uh, 
All right, so yeah, so please do. Tell me about the, the sword. Sometimes the likes, likeness of swords like these were crafted for churches or for peace offerings uh, between warring ideologies of deities, but... This is a piece of Derestrix Torin. An honor, a close friend of my family's. Was he? So I've been told. No, yes. Please. My family has long since kept a oral tradition of our of our immediate bonds. Derestrix Der Torin is my 38th, or 36 times great-grandfather. You're a descendant of Torin, then? Yes. Hmm. And I've been try. I've been, I've been being formed a lot of mixed information about who Torin was. Well, then you're about to be in the same boat as I am. Which is He pulls his hand out, he's right? like, put her there. <laughs> Listen, I've been doing this for a long time, a long time, and Derestrix Torin, he was not a bad man. Sure, he was kind of fucked up in the head, mm -hmm. but I think he was raised bad, and that... That makes sense. The Derestrix clan's pretty evil. Something about his family... Like, man, they are... They are evil. He wanted to hunt demons because demons killed his parents. Oh, interesting, interesting. But he did, the first demon he killed was only when he was six. I believe it. And these are, these are like the stories that like you heard and it's like, you're thinking they're blow, you the whole life you're like, I don't know about that. But now you're like, holy shit, it's true. <laughs> Please, I'm all in on Torin. <laughs> Torin was a close family friend of ours. We had strong bonds with him. My father's father's father 36 times you know the number back yep. a little less for dwarves but yeah substantially less <laughs> well with the dereliction everything didn't that's true you know there was that thousand years of similarity when i when i was told these stories i was always mentioned that he worked along with others he was on a team with the likes of mendes and stuff but nowadays people don't seem to remember these this this logic like he he had fought alongside Felather and Raynar Veska they'd always had good ties amongst each other until everything post when the dereliction took place and over time people it's almost as if everything they learned about Derestrix Doran was that he was involved with the Doomwing and so that's that's what I wanted to talk about um, well, other than learning more about these what these items, uh, and also a different thing that I want to talk about, we'll come to that later. Um, so my clan, right? We, we grew up, we were raised. I specifically, being the head of the clan or next to be head of the clan, was raised to follow in Torrent's footsteps and become a paladin of conquest. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, as I mentioned, before, or I, I guess I didn't. Uh, so the story of this blade here was that this is the physical embodiment of the pact Torrent made with the Doomwing. Now, obviously, that doesn't make any sense, but the, the point is that my entire clan believes that, uh, one, the Doomwing is righteous. The blade is the pact? The blade is the pact? That's what you were taught? Yes, I know, I know, it sounds absurd. I just, I, none of us knew until now. Uh, that's why I'm trying to, to sort this out, because we were told that this blade was made by the Doomwing <laughs> to... Right, exactly, right? That's what I'm thinking right now. You discredited my whole family with this. I, well, I, I, that's why I'm here. Mm. I want to I wanna clear it all up. You want, I want the to, story. I want to take this back to my clan and show them that we were wrong about everything. That the Doomwing is, in fact, not our ally, but our enemy. Well, 
my family always told me. At least it was passed down in our tradition. The story of how that blade was made, and if there's one thing I know, it is that. I'll take it. Torin, he was close to us. There's songs written of him amongst the dwarves. But let's digress into your blade's history. He picks it up and he kind of runs it across his hand and kind of looks at it. I can tell she's awake. I'm going to go with this, uh, this sword here. She was tempered by, by the flames of Calyrex himself. It was forged back in the days of yore when magic was still about. The fact it hadn't faced any wear and tear kind of shows a good care to it by your descendants, at least. Look, they at least cared for this sword, nonetheless. It's a prized possession. Though in these early times, it, my ancestors supposedly got along with giant folk and their kind. Times have since changed since the giant wars. And this blade, once tempered, was blessed by the Lunar Lens, an artifact now both the giants and dwarves claim to be their connection to the Night Vizier. And it doesn't matter who made it, however. The artifact's dangerous. My great father, he lost his life in the forging of this blade. The artifact could bring people to what they desired most, the Lunar Lens. He didn't know that at the time, and he wanted more heat for the Moonforge. Unfortunately, though, he didn't know that the artifact could actually perform miracles. With one's greatest desire to be established, it could do that. And he wanted great fire. And, uh, Calyrex didn't much appreciate this slumber being disturbed. Less so, I believe, his mate was also killed during that affair. As it kind of breaks down, Calyrex was with his mate, and then he was whisked across the realm to Malbaldrum, deep in the lower levels where his flames then burned my father and subsequently the blade. The sword was left in a very delicate state, obviously, uh, and was finished by my great father's wife, the Stonehammer. And as the sword left, or the sword's story uh, goes, she gave birth to twins that day. That sword and the next of her kin, my family line. Uh, you might be wondering where Torin comes into this, actually. And he was there every step of the way of the sword's creation. He gathered the materials he wished to use he wished to use for himself. Cold iron, for he hated most fake creatures that attempted to deceive him. Its hilt shaved bronze scale of Androcus the Everkind. The handle wrap referred to as a demon's tongue. But it had been confirmed it was just torn close from some form of demon kind, as he would often comment if demons talked like they dressed, the world would be a better place. That was his favorite joke, for some reason. Maybe one day I'll understand it. The engravings of Dorvan runes, in my kind's words, he had a short temper and was easily angered. Derstrix. And, uh, after temperament from the battle with his demons, and demons, the runes were for him when he felt lost. It's a Dorvish family tale that is often told from fathers who spend weeks in the mines and roughly translates to, you are strong as one, but we are strong as one. Which can be taken a couple different ways, from Dorvish to common, but it is to mean when you can go no longer, when you can no longer be strong, there are others who can help you be strong. Then you can be strong again. And for me, it's my partner, for Torin, it was his other friends he made on the way. It was also said that he did technically stab, uh, he did st technically stab Calyrex once that day to make him spew more fire to, inc to include the temperament. So he had, he did survive one full breath from, from Calyrex. But he was much younger in those days. 
Torn wasn't a bad man in our eyes, but he was, to some extent, misguided and cruel. To a large extent, actually, he was pretty cruel. (laughs) But his heart was generally in the right place. Does that answer your question of your sword's origin? Or just bring about more? Oh. I figured it would. When the blade was made, uh, did it change Torrin physically? When Torrin came to us, he was a paladin of the land. He conquered. Yes. He came, he saw, he conquered. The blade was, if anything, a gift to him. He, he requested it of us, but it became something of a bond that we forged together. Yes. So, um, uh, Torin, of course, uh, Narrowstrix Torin, right, mm-hmm. was a red dragonborn. Uh, and in my legends, when he received the blade uh, and the pact was made with the Doomweed, uh, it transformed his body physically, and as such it would transform all of the future um, leaders of the clan. Uh, and from, you know, instead of being the fiery-related red dragonborn, uh, we became what we called Ithquant, uh, or like divine dragonborn. And as such, we spew flames of radiant energy uh, rather than fire. And as such, we've lost our resistance to fire as well. Fire hurts me the same as it would anyone else. That's why he had his armor. Okay, so he was always like that or something. <laughs> the radiant. I- yes. I don't have much stories of yeah. where of what he exactly did in the manners of where he came from or or mm-hmm. what specifically he did with his uh, breath attack, as you call it. But I don't necessarily know if, if, what he looked like then either. I guess when he had come there, he was in stories he was told to be already very much closer to that of a dragon than what those would expect. So that wasn't interesting. All right. <clears throat> well, well then, yes, okay. I just, you know, it's another piece of the puzzle that answers. So the, the blade didn't change him physically. Uh, additionally, do you know, does your family speak of when he took on the name Ithquan? Hmm. Not of what I can recall from as far as we knew him, as far as my family knew him. It was always Darastrix Torn. It was, must have been after he settled down and in whatever retirement he ended up in. Interesting. All right. It was, uh... Oh, yes. Um, and there wasn't anything more about the armor. I just need to attune it. It's already been awakened and... Or it doesn't need to be awakened. Your armor is... It, his, his armor is as it was. But why aren't you wearing it already? Well, again, falling out with everything, kind of. I went my entire life being told Doomweed was my best friend. Now I'm being told he's my worst. I've been trying to find myself. Well, you're right here. Maybe. I think I, uh... I think I want to sort some stuff out first. But if you don't mind... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't... I, I, you seem... You're at least familiar with, uh... With Darastrix Torrent, so maybe you're more familiar with Dragon Customs. Likely so. I, I mean, I can't say I'm not a, not unknowing of them. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, so then you understand uh, when, when I say that you call me Let, what that means? Uh, You've dropped your family name. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I have. I'm Thirky or Theory Let, but you can call me Let. Already having that trust, yes. Yeah. So, since this is a family history. Um, anyways, if you don't mind, uh, I haven't made a decision yet, but 
I think I would like to uh, hire you for something uh, soonish. So if you don't mind, if I if I could just have your permission to come and visit you, I could write up something for you okay. to come back. Yes. Cool. I'll yes, I'll definitely write something up for you to come back. If I mean descendant of Derestrix Torn, it could be a recreation of what we did before. I could never truly recreate oh, what no, we made no, before, nothing. but. Nothing I don't know, like if you that. find the cold iron of, from the dwarves and procure the lunar lens, then <laughs> maybe know? we could... Maybe we will. <laughs> maybe discuss with... He starts to get excited about Maybe discuss with Kalrax. I've heard I, he's I been I met back. him, actually. You've kind met of. him? I, I didn't speak with him, I think. Uh, but I saw him. He tried to kill me. Kind of. I, I don't know if you've heard. It's a step uh, back, but we're in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I just need to stab him or something. Like, we're basically there, right? And why don't I end with how we honored your we honored your great grandfather? And he just like this little boom boom Torin Torin bless bells for rel Torin 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 froze fire and fear give demons the leer Torin Torin the dragon of lone friend of ignome strone of his throne Torin Torin Maldorbs would be right to stand at his might Torin Torin, trust none that would swear the conquer and feared. Torin, 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 and he leaves off with that song. That's a that's a beautiful song. Did I see you? Did, did I hear you say "friend of Ignom"? Absolutely. He was, if anything, friend of all. Friend of all, but also exceptionally cruel. All right. I mean, yes, cruel. Yes, friend of all, and it's, he very much chose his battles on who he was very much against. He knew what he saw oh. as evil, but he didn't cr- keep just a. He knew evil, but he understood that he had to work with it, too. <laughs> he just murmurs to himself. Well, yes, of course, as did his wife. What? How? Well, as he put it uh, in stories, at least, that uh, his bloodline was strong enough to carry on the <laughs> carry on his tradition. That's based. <laughs> <laughs> Unironically. He wasn't necessarily the best person I know, but he was very competent at his own. That's based. <laughs> But yeah, it is well known in at least my family line that uh, his wife was the darling to, darlingness of people who gave him many eggs too. I, I just there hasn't been a single case documented all of Dragonborn history where an ignomin or a pure scale and a different clan pure scale were able to produce another pure scale child. Maybe it's because he was the first. I don't know. <laughs> Well, he definitely wasn't the first. Ignom didn't come about until after Pure Scales had interbred. I don't... That's strange. I'll have to look into it. I mean, I... That's just from our stories, at least. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it was, it was a pleasure meeting. I hope to see you again. The next time we meet, of course. Yep. He gets one of the other people to see you out, and you are let out. And Vralden, meanwhile... I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for Boris. See if I can find, like, if he left a, a trailer or anything like not left a trailer or anything I doubt I'll be able to find him I'm gonna just go to the immortal people he's <laughs> like there's not really anything I can do about that Let me look for Boris tracks yeah no <laughs> you're gonna go to the okay you're gonna go immortal citadel yeah okay oh uh, I also my cloak is like ruined right yeah yeah gone. yeah I'm just gonna get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> you get rid of your cloak uh you find the nearest trash can toss it away because they have trash cans all right I'm content with this. Really sad. Um, yeah, you look at it and then throw it away <laughs> just because it's memorable. And yeah. uh, Jared gave you that cloak. 
I think no. I think I bought my second oh, cloak. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. No, Jared gave you the original one, and that one that one was up. in a volcano. <laughs> yep. Never mind. I was like, I'm just impressed that he went that long with a single cloak. Oh no, it's no, too. No. This one, this the, the second one, got destroyed within five months. Like, <laughs> yeah. You? Oh no, Jared Not even two him, months. Jared had given him like four cloaks. <laughs> you head to the front gates to the Immortal Citadel, and they kind of stop you up and uh, go ahead and roll a deception check. Oh, baby. This will be for your disguise. Oh, baby. Where is deception on my character? Oh. I don't know why I was looking. I already knew what the number... No. What'd you get? I actually rolled not great. Is it lower than two? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You walk up to the gate, and they're like... They look at you immediately, like... Shit, it's curtain guy. Sir, you cannot come back here. One guy picks up a curtain. He's like, come on. What? He tosses it to the side. Are you okay? You look just like... Looks at the other guy and he's like... He, that's him. Yeah, that's it. No, that guy had a beard. <laughs> what? What are y'all talking but no, he about? He shave a beard. Sir, we're... We're looking for someone named Veralden. He was... We're not even looking for him. We kicked him out yesterday and we're not... You look just like him. Oh, shit. Is my brother in town? Now roll a Did deception he- check for actual wordplay, but not... <laughs> 11. I get rolled a three. <sighs> All right, you're good. I rolled twice for both the guards. Okay, that actually explains a lot, though. The curtain thing. Okay, I get the curtain thing now. Um, No, no. Um, I'm Veralden. He's Boralden. Um, Boralden. Yeah. Weird name thing. He goes by my name to get away with things. It's stupid. Um, I'm going to beat his ass when I see him. Um, no, I'm here with the uh, the Dragonborn that was here the other day. I was here to check in on our prisoner's alia. He looks at the other guard and he's like, you heard anything about a prisoner transport? Yeah, we did that the other day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you involved with her somehow still? Or because she's our prisoner now? Yeah, yeah. I was just making sure because we, we need her for the coming thing. Um, and she agreed to work with us. As long as she was treated all right. So I'm just making sure that end of the deal still going through. One of the guys goes off and eventually a higher up from the immortals comes up that knows what they're doing. That knows yeah. what that, and they walk up and like, holy shit, you look just like the other guy. Yeah, we just went over that. It's the mage that uh, caught you last time with hold person. Yeah, we just went over that. Okay, yeah. Um, he told me, brother, you're the brother. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, Zalia, I prisoner. didn't know he was in town. I'm I'm sorry for his behavior on on behalf of my family. He is hey. a real problem. Like you're looking to speak with Zalia. Yes, prisoner. yes. Sorry, sorry. That's why I'm here. She's supposed to be leaving, getting prepped for transport soon. She's going to be leaving when we ship off here in about a week. Yeah, I just needed to make sure like our our deal was still going strong. Deal. Yeah, we promised that, like, we'd take good care of her because she agreed to help us out against the fight with the cult. Did that? Yes, we've been trying to get information out of her, and she has been unwilling to provide. Every time we ask her questions about the cult, she seems to spew black liquid onto the ground and then start crying in pain. That's new. Um, She was pretty, like, open, open-mouthed when we were talking to her on the way here. Yeah, we were asking pretty detailed questions. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> when Veralden asks, so what's, uh... 
What do you think of the weather? Oh, it's fine. Brawlin. What is the weather? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, but I'd, I'd still like to check on her and make sure everything's good to go. He kind of looks up, just kind of sighs like, fine. Come with me. I swear if you touch a curtain, though, if you're anything like your brother. I I can promise you not. I'm into drapes. Ah, uh, that's that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Get it? Sort out. It's <laughs> like four guards, like immediately there. I gotcha. <laughs> they lead you inside and inside the citadel and take you down around the corner and then straight down the stairs into the dark, uh, the darkness that is uh, the cells. And uh, they get in there and like, why is it so dark in here? Light the torches and they light the torches. Mysterious. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I understand now. Sorry, I was like, oh, because they're torturing people in here. This was my first thought. I forgot we put the torches out. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> he leads you down and leads you to one of the uh, oubliette areas, and you see, uh, yeah, you see Zalia's in like been stripped of a lot of her like gear and stuff that she had had prior. Uh, she's just in like prisoner re- prisoner garbs, which is just like rags and stuff, and she's sitting in a very uncomfortable position because that's how those are designed to torture you. And she just looks at you and she's like, "Oh, hey, I'm here, being tortured." Hi, Veraldin. Yeah, that was not part of the the deal. Really loving this. Yeah. Really loving this. Guys, guys, can we, like, not... We had... We literal talked with the... Yeah, we literal were, like, passed our deal onto the Ord Council, and they said they'd uphold it. Like, come on, guys. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh, shit. They, uh, then run over to a side where there's a bunch of, uh... There's a bunch of true chaos people just laughing like <laughs> they're like, okay, we gotta torture them now. That's that's not the people we're supposed to torture. That's the person we're supposed to not torture. Shit. <laughs> and a bunch of guards running and start <laughs> and start yeah, like moving chaos, these guys. I mean, no, no, that's fine. It was just face palming. <laughs> they run over and uh, get Zalia out and um, help her to her feet. And they're like, all right, she's uh, as long as you don't leave here with her, she's should be fine. We'll uh, leave you guys down here to talk. Cool. Thank you. You see, there's just one guard that does stay there, and he's just, like, constantly whipping the chaos people. One of the chaos people's like, yes, daddy, and then they all stop. <laughs> hey, man, that would chaotic, be the chaos answer. That would be the chaotic answer. <laughs> Is It you, actually hurts, but yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How's it going? Um, you know, it could be better. I was about... They were about to start pulling my fingernails off in there, and then some guy named Lasagna came down and said, don't do that. So that's nice. Yeah, that's that's good. I take it that was your guys' doing? Um, yeah, we've been... I very actively told them not to torture you. Um, that our deal was that you wouldn't be tortured, so that's really disheartening to know that our government's like that, but, you know. Oh, I mean, I had no faith in it to begin with. So, um, yeah. How's... I already asked, how's things? Yeah. Um, we should be leaving here pretty soon. Am I, are, am I going with you? Uh, we're going, like, as a group with the Immortals, so, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um... Yeah. <sighs> um... Yeah, what are you... Yeah, I was just trying to make sure they didn't, because that one, that one guy, Lasagna, was pretty sketch. Um... You know, I really yeah. didn't think you were going to... You know, 
get me locked up and such? Well, it wasn't really the plan. It was just kind of what happened. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, but I mean, like once once we deal with this cult, you should be fine. We've really been talking, or we really emphasized the mind control thing. So hoping that that resolves. Well, now, um, if it's any beneficial thing, I think. Uh, yeah, they keep asking me these very specific questions about the movements of the, of the. Uh, the cult and stuff, and uh, every time that uh, takes place, I uh, seem to be uh, spewing uh, ichor. That's fun. Yeah, that's that's new. You were not doing that when when I was questioning you. Yeah, it's uh, very not ideal. Yeah, that's that sounds rough. Um, here, eat this. I'll give her a cough drop and cast cure wounds. <laughs> she eats it. She heals some health. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, are you guys going to still help my brother? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's at least I am. I don't know about the dragonborn, but like he's going through some things. I understand. Um, yo, Ichabod. Is that what his name is? Ichabod? Okay. I think no one's bothered to correct me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) He's finally addressed his own pronunciation of things. Um, well, I wouldn't like to be locked up. Yeah, I... Question, how long till we leave? About a week, I think a week. I'll see what I can do. But given that we're in a major city, I don't know if that's possible until, like, we're moving. Mm -hmm. You know, in which case I can be like, hey, I take... Um, But I'm definitely going to see what I can do. I'll, I'll talk to some people while I'm here. Yeah, I, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, it's like um, I'll just hang out until then. You know, I mean, I can't yeah. really do much. Yeah, same here. Um, um, you know, if it helps, uh, I remembered a little bit more about my um upbringing. Oh, yeah. So um, that's good. Me and my brother were abandoned, and uh, that's not good. No, it's not. That's. That's one of the big things I remember. Um, well, I mean, like I know, I know I'm not gonna abandon you. I'm, I'm here to make sure that doesn't happen. All right, are we done? And you can leave here now. When I'm, well, I, you're gonna have to stay here for a minute. But like, I'm gonna try and see what I can do. But also, like, I'm doing what I can. Mm-hmm. Um. My hands are metaphorically tied. So, uh, one other thing. Mm. Uh, I think that you, just behind you, you hear the guard collapse to the ground. Go look at him. Um, there is a figure standing from the ceiling, just above the guard. I look up at the figure. <laughs> Best way to describe it, it looks like a shadow coming down from the ceiling, and it basically looks like it just shot like a laser through this guy. Laser of black energy. And that guy is, uh, sleeping. Yes. <laughs> like melted sleeping, or, uh... <laughs> sleeping, sleeping. Like with a hole in his chest sleeping. Yeah. So I, I respond. I'm going to jump and try and fucking slam this shadow into the ground if I can grab it. <laughs> like, jump, grab, yoink. Yeah, yeah, you go you go, you go for a jump, grab, yoink. Going for a Joey maneuver. Assuming I can grab it. If not, then I'm just gonna pass through it like a dummy. 
Does he have his weapons on him? No. Okay. No, he wouldn't have his full weapons on him. I just wanted, yeah. I just wanted that to be... He might have a chest, like one of his daggers on him. But... I just wanted that to be established, because if he had his whip... Yeah. I, was, I, just, I wanted it to be known to the public that <laughs> right. he doesn't have his weapons on him. I did not realize that either. So good, good, good note. But yeah, it was just that makes the it worse. That you're getting disarmed when you go into these places. Is... Right. That was fair, but like, they never said anything. Um, but yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll a suplex, suplex check, which uh, to those that don't know the rules of Dungeons and Dragons, is a very real check yeah. Uh, yeah. that you make with your strength. Strength. A 12. So you go up to suplex him. Yeah. Or the entity. And fly straight through it. Yeah, I was expecting that one, but like, yeah, we got we we go we go for these. Zelia is like, so this is my patron. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? A patron? Like, anyways, dagger out. <laughs> like, uh, like Vince they pay you money. Doesn't understand the concept of anything. <laughs> anything related to magic? Not, no, just... not even magic. He's he he doesn't know what a patron is. I. They give you money? That's my patron. Um, and the voice kind of trickles out again. Oh, Veraldin. Come on, we just had a talk. <sighs> Demon. I have a name. I'm not going to share it, but I have a name. I... That's my patron. They give you money? Uh, No, that's not what patron means in this context. I am a warlock. I wasn't always a warlock. Like a male witch okay this is that's not how I would call that I don't know what they teach you in the collapsed conclave but look magic's a new thing it's been around for like not long it's the one term I know about this magic um anyways that's a demon though so you should probably like not take money from them <laughs> right it's the demon the demon just kind of like I would you see it's all its weight shifts to its where its head's at and then it just slinks to the floor and then just incorporates back up again as still as a shadow. Just want to have a chat. Uh-huh. It's for the greater good. You want to help everyone? I, I mean, that depends. I implore you. Just to hear me out. Sure thing, demon guy. I can't... I can't. Dude, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to call you, man. Why don't you just call me Thor? Thor, okay. That works. If you're gonna get it wrong. Wrong? You literal just said it, but okay. There's an N at the end. Norn? That works too. Veraldin, let's speak lightly on the matter, but you guys are gonna have to deal with the Crimson Cold. Yeah, that's... that's the idea. Okay. I happen to know... Well, why don't I just point out some obviouses to you? One... The Crimson Cult is moving north. They're going to go sack some villages, obviously. Yeah, I'm aware. That, that was... The Immortals? But I guess you are stating the obvious. Yes. The Immortals are looking to respond. Mm-hmm. Almost like they needed to get the Immortals involved. Because there's Immortals that betrayed the cause. Mm-hmm. And Immortals betrayed their own cause because of money. Mm-hmm. Because they were being given less money. Haven't you just considered some of those things none of the other immortal members higher up seem to have betrayed their cause for more money because they already make a shit ton of money. They have it nestled in just fine here. Mm-hmm. There's another figure involved in this battle and I would like to see them taken care of. Mm-hmm. 
let's just say they would like to see a bunch of people die on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. My beloved Zalia here. I don't like that wording. First it was patron, now it's beloved. That's kind of, like, mixed signals here. I offered before to help you win this battle with ease. Now, I'm going to offer you a little bit of a better choice. You can prevent this whole war from transpiring. You will save a lot more lives than you think, not just the people going to the war. Sure. There's not particularly a way to do that. Well, there is. Just haven't got there yet. I just want... I can point you in the right direction when it comes time. I just want to know we can have a working relationship. Alright, hold on. Let me just tell you there's a greater evil than even me out there. Real quickly run down the mental notes of uh, Ithaquansa rules for demons. (laughs) Step one. Sorry, sorry. No, hold on. Step one. Divine sense. Very good, very good. Hold on. I would like to use my primeval awareness. <laughs> very good, very good. What does primeval awareness do? I think I use a spell slot. I have. You have to use. A, uh, you maybe get one free casting. You get one it. free casting. Uh, within one mile radius. Okay. I can uh, detect aberration, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Yes, there are those. Oh, you also get to know their exact number. <laughs> With- and their. Of which one? Pick a category. Oh, no, I think you get all of it. <laughs> We're picking a category because that's ridiculous. Yes. Um, feed is the most useful here. Um, as I as I quickly take a hit of a uh, not cocaine. Not cocaine. Uh, at least since three. Since enhancing drugs. At least three. Okay. All right, so step one, divide sense. <laughs> I have opened my senses into the world around me. Sorry, my bad. It doesn't show. Oh, okay. Oh. Never mind. Well, there's still no, no, no. Or their location. You just know that they're within one mile of you. There are, yes. Okay. There is demons within one mile of you. <laughs> okay. Um, what's next? Oh, sorry. We're in your favorite terrain. Six miles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's still my answer. Um, yell demon. I think I kind of already did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kill it. But I can't touch it. So that's difficult. I tried stabbing it better. <laughs> I, I was just gonna go through him. All right. My fucking apprentice here. <laughs> I I went through I went through the steps. Uh, that also costs spell slot though, right? Primeval awareness. Um. I have it written down. Kind yes, of. You do have to spend a spell slot. Okay. It lasts for one minute per level of the spell. Are you done with your checklist? That was. For now. Okay. Am I good to finish? I yeah, I, I wasn't stopping you. Okay. I have made a pact with Zalia when she unsmartly signed on to this organization. I'm use I used her as a how do almost like a sleeper agent for myself. Because there is a greater evil at work. One that looks to ruin a lot more for people. Now, do I benefit from them being disposed? Yes. Am I going to make what those are in what I get out of it clear? No. (laughs) Thus is the nature of working with a demon. But I am willing to help. This is the most clear devil that I've ever seen. Because I'm not a devil, I'm a demon. (laughs) Well, then okay. he's even more clear. I, I could be entirely lying. 
is the one kicker of all this. This is true. Devils true. can't lie. Um, and in bigger evil, I, you, it's got a name, or is it just just metaphor? We are dealing with the works of a devil who seeks to gain. Is that not what you are? <laughs> no, I'm not a devil. Devils and demons, we're different. You're basically the same. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Last I checked, the words were the same. Sorry. Structures like kind of. Oh, no. <laughs> See. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Listen. The reason your friend here and some of the other members of that cult are turning into the these demonic figures is due to the works of this devil. Mm-hmm. I would like you to dispose of this devil. Hmm. That is all. Okay. Why is the guy dead? Like, was that necessary? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Um. He just, like, slabs out of thin air and just, like, and the guy comes up as an undead? That, that's not better. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a be honest yeah, with you. That gives you time to get out of here. I... <laughs> Do you want a new guy? A new guy? <laughs> Murder is very bad. It is actually in my nature, unfortunately. <sighs> I didn't always want to murder and stuff. It's just now it's just fun. But now I'm trying to help myself in some means. And I just want to know that you'll assist me in this. I mean, it depends on the thing. I can't agree to it if I don't know what it is. I just I'm just looking to agree that you would heed my advice later on and maybe help convince your companions to assist in this matter. That that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Just consider. You roll a fucking 100 on that die. I agree. (laughs) just want you to emphasize that there is someone there is the works of a devil already deceiving you all if you can't get everyone to help maybe I can just get your assistance specifically I just need you to take care of the right person at the right time that really depends on who the person is and what you mean by take care well, of <laughs> it may involve like draw a bath like cook some dinner yeah sure yeah cook a dinner of eternal damnation yes Demons are weird. Why do y'all even eat that? Anyways, um, that that really depends he on you. A very interesting looking coin. It's got seven points of a star on it. Yes, that sounds weird. It's just that's how many little things are going out of it. Okay, I don't get it. You can use that to keep in touch. I. Also, wait, isn't it like illegal to make contracts with people that are under the influence? He wasn't under the influence. And also, like, I don't abide by things being legal or not. He's not a devil. I'm not a devil. Same thing. Um, Just saying, I have a lot of sleeper agents in your devil's army. Okay, I get what you mean by that. That took a minute. Out of character, that took a minute. I was like, devil's army? There's an army of devils somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm a dumbass IRL. It's a problem. Cool. So, um... Sure. Reach out to me. Let's keep it that way. Uh-huh. Cool. Does that sound admissible? So, like, are are you going to leave, or am I going to leave, or, like... Oh, do you want me to fix your problem with this guy? I would like him to be alive, like, uh, okay. before you fucking murdered him. Okay. Um. Let's see. He just walks up, and he uh, touches the person, they die again, and then he just puts another thing into him, and they come back up, and he's like, mm, no, still on debt. Oh, wait. He just points his points his little shadowy finger at it, and then they look like the person again. Is my my is my crack still on? My primeval awareness—it's oh. on for a minute. 
Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, it's probably within within reason to do that. Um, is he is this is he undead? undead? <laughs> do I see past? Still undead. Oh, sorry. Technically, the question goes. That's how it works. Holy shit! So, aller- fun fact: Veraldin has bad allergies. Remember that. Uh-huh. The I, the I, primeval I awareness I'll, crack just clears his allergies. I'll remember it for next session. I got you. <laughs> All right. The. Uh, yeah, it's still undead, but it, he has polymorphed them into looking like a normal person. Just, just, just stop. Just, just leave. We'll kill it and then leave. He just ends the effects. Just go, go away. Just slinks into the shadows. He's Alia. Yeah. Bad choice. <laughs> choose that. I didn't choose that. Fair. But still, you know. Oh, judge me. Yeah, judge no, me. No, no, I'm not judging no, you. I'm no, saying it was a bad right. call. Yeah, no, let like, me you just should, sit you should in this try cell that I had no choice to be in already. You gonna let me finish? I don't know. Are you gonna be belittling me more? No, I'm gonna say you should try and get away from him. The demon's bad. Yeah, good but, thing it's written in the contract that says, yeah, if I try to leave, I die. Okay. Get me a copy of this contract. I don't even know if I could do that. It's like, let me read this. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I will figure out how to get okay. you a copy of the contract. Okay. We'll, we'll deal with that. Um, what's the true chaos thing in the cell next door? There's like six people in there in one cell. Yeah. They're just agents of chaos. Okay. Got it. Something. Fuck, isn't Jorky Thorky's uncle in here? He is. Do, do, do. I'm gonna walk back upstairs. <laughs> you just walk back upstairs and leave the leave the body. No, I'm just no, no. because you know it's time. To... I was gonna find a guard. Oh, okay, yo guys, y'all really need to work on your security down here. What what will happen? Uh, fucking one of those wild magic people just fucking lasered a guard. Who gave them their symbols? <laughs> they hell, it almost hit me. They fucking run down there. I was, was going to go down there with them and point it out and then oh, leave. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And be like, yo, be careful. I don't know what the fuck just... <laughs> One of the guys says, yes, I did do that. So you know you're in the <laughs> Yeah, I was like, it's the chaos people. They'll they'll fuck around. Um, I'd leave. I want to get gold and then have a filler episode some other time. Oh, God. <laughs> part oh. five. No, no, no. I'm done with the shenanigans. No more part five. You guys can do whatever work, downtime work you want to do. And then you can go. I was going to take Regina on a date. <laughs> you missed your opportunity. I know I did. You chose to spend it with Zalia. Pick one, one love interest. I want to go talk with some paladins. No. You have to wait. Okay. Now you guys have to wait. Next You've, time. It's been four episodes. Next city. You spent too much time. <laughs> you can talk with paladins of He's the immortals. He's the one who spent an hour arguing with a guy about magic and pricing. I've been cooperative. That is unfortunate. You will have to learn to talk to other people. What other people? <laughs> this right. is a city. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Goon Quest. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more of it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only does this help others help others find the show, it also helps us feel good about ourselves. Our opening music by Alexander Nakarada. Cover art by Casey May. Outro music by Alexander Nakarada. Additional uh, music by Nerdius Maximus. Uh, if you guys... Uh, uh, just so you guys know, Nerdius Maximus creates monthly themed bundles of immersive music and ambient soundscapes that enhance your TTRPG. Join us, join him on Patreon for full access to his ever-growing music library at patreon.com backslash Nerdius Maximus Studios. 
Uh, our Instagram can be found at goon.quest if you would like to provide names of NPCs or have magic item ideas you can submit suggestions at goonquestoutlook.com or through the google form in our Instagram let me know in uh, or sorry the link is in the bio uh, if you want to support this sh uh, show you can do so on our Patreon goonquest there you can get extra information about this world as well as character sheets for players and other benefits as the show grows and and that's I think that's closing alright guys cool thanks Goon. no I got nothing no, fuck you. Fuck you a lot, Jimmy. No. I'm. If I fucking called it, if Tannis is a goddamn just... I don't even remember his name anymore. He's just been replaced by Tannis. He's just... Um, fucking... Um, oh, I know his name! Banners and shit. No, stop. Uh, it's a J. It is a J. Um, what's his name, Jimmy? Uh, Marty's dad. What's his name, Jimmy? <laughs> John? No. What did he sell? What did he Jacoby? sell? Jacoby? No. Uh, Bat. Bannisters? Warlock Jim. Yes! I called it. I said Tannis was just Warlock Jim 2.0. And if I'm fucking right on the goddamn money... But to be fair, I'm we never had proof Warlock Jim was doing anything wrong. He was the shadiest motherfucker <laughs> in existence, though. I wasn't hey, convinced. Hey, let's finish this. He up. wasn't let's as motious himself. Up. All right, let's finish it up. Sorry, sorry. You brought a warlock Jim conspiracy back <laughs> unintentionally. I I don't believe it. <laughs>